Yes. Oh, hello. Okay, okay. Hello, hello. Welcome <laughs> to Inner Vision Podcast World. And it is such a pleasure to have uh, you in an interview. <laughs> <laughs> it took so long for me to get a hold to you, for one thing. <laughs> but, uh, My but, yes, yes. But um, let me let me let me introduce you properly. This was a real estate expert and CEO of the Carter Realty Group LLC. And what you talking about entertainment, Miss Harlem Howard? Welcome, <laughs> yes, welcome. Thank you, nice. Thank you. It's good to be here. Thank you. I appreciate you, Apex, for uh, reaching out to me and. Um, uh, allow me to, um, you know, just have some open, transparent, candid, uh, honest conversation. Uh, something that's needed these days when there's so much time going by and we don't have time to just really just talk. So thank you for your inner vision. Right. Oh, okay. You are more than welcome. I've tried to hunt you down. It's been, seems like it's shorter, but it's been like a year, hasn't it? Since the last I've been about that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, about that. But uh, for our listeners, <laughs> uh, you know, uh, yeah, because we met up about the, the nonprofit organization. What you talking about? And uh, <laughs> and uh, yeah, I wanted to assist with that. I'm still, I'm still um, on board. I've just been really busy. Uh, with my little projects and stuff, but uh, for our listeners, um, t- t- tell us a little bit about uh, th- your vision with this thing again. Okay, so the nonprofit organization that I am um, on the board of directors for, I am the president of the board of directors, and that is called Because It's Personal. It's a nonprofit organization designed to assist um, formerly incarcerated individuals with um, transitioning back into um, society as yeah. a, and, and to gain their dignity and their respect and to be given mm. that second or third chance or however many chances it is there are because we know that, you know, it is only right to give our brother a chance. God has given us so many, you know, so yes, who are we yes. to not do that? So the program right. helps them find housing, um, helps them find jobs, helps them mm-hmm. redevelop their life and okay. grow their situation while they are either being paroled, under parole um, or probation or just, you know, getting out with without those two things and just need somewhere to start because sometimes when you've been in you just don't know where to start right right mm-hmm. yeah. that is yeah. awesome that is awesome thank you thank yeah. you and the that, founder of that the founder is uh, Sheila Hardy she's a great young lady and uh, one mm. day uh, we will have everyone and maybe we can come and visit you and do another podcast with you okay sounds good Sounds good. You're definitely, 
Let her know that she is definitely welcome. I think I mentioned that before uh, yes. Yes. when the last time we 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 met up and that yes. meeting. Yes, we did. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, um, yeah, that that's uh, um, uh, a much needed resource um, because I know you and I know that you care about people. And you care about, yeah, you care about what you're doing. You know, there's so many, uh, you know, you know, uh, lines you can call and things set up where they say these things, but they're not passionate about um, what they're doing. So it's not much attention to detail. And when people right. are in this type of situation, shoot, you know, they need they need attention to detail. They need to know what's going on because time is <laughs> fleeting and it's of essence to accomplish mm-hmm. their goal and to get off the ground. You know, they need a launch pad that's solid, you know. That's right. You have to remember a lot of these people went in jail very young, and our world has changed so much and has progressed so much. Innovation is out, you know, out of this world, you know, and they come out and they don't know how to use a computer. Some people don't even know how to use a cell phone, you know, and Mm. they've already lost all this time and now they have to come back out and, and that's how you end up getting second time offenders. You know, they, people that reoffend and end up back in jail is because when they come out, they have no direction. They feel like, you know what? I don't even know how to survive in this world. Let me just go back. I was more comfortable. You know, it may not have been the best for me, but at least I knew what I was doing, when I was doing it, where my food was coming from. I wasn't I wasn't judged, you know. So we want to prevent people from going back to jail. We want We want that to stop. We don't want that anymore. So, you know, we yeah, want to be people outside rate. of those walls. The recidivism rate, yeah? yeah. Yes, exactly, recidivism rate. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So this is an effort to lower that rate. That, that is correct. Mm. Well, that is correct. Yeah. Well, I applaud. I applaud y'all, ladies, and uh, thank you. Even the gentleman that I had met, yeah, uh, yeah. that was incarcerated. Yes, Bernie. Yeah, yeah. And um, it's back on the street, connecting with business people and uh, uh, making his way in, in the world. You know, that that, yeah. that was huge. And uh, he yeah. seemed very intelligent. And so, right. you know, you know the, this resource is important because, you know, people judge the book by its cover. And mm-hmm. and he is a he's a prime example mm-hmm. that you put your mind to doing something it could be done no matter what your past look like. That's right. Yeah. Sure. And because uh, you know when he started talking when he was talking everything I looked at him I would never knew he had been incarcerated. You know. Right. Uh, but isn't that great. a blessing? Isn't that a blessing that you would have never yeah. known? That he yeah. got together, and that, it, and you're right. It 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 takes the stigma away from 
those who haven't haven't been incarcerated. When you see mm-hmm. someone flourishing and making things happen for themselves. Right. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, that's huge. You can see it. Yeah, yep. you can see it. You know. Mhm. Yeah, and and uh, <laughs> right, 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 and um, and he was so on point, you know, and um, you know, with the connections and you know the resources. So it's like you know when you when you go inside, you can gain some some um some resources too, and some. And some skills. It's all where yeah. you put your mind. It's all where you where you, where you aim your attention and your thoughts. And you can tell he was studying, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, you know. And, you know, it's uh, funny that you said that it's fun that it's all about where you put your time. Because I used to tell my kids, when you're bored, that means you're not using your brain to the maximum power. There should never be a moment in your life where you're bored because what you're doing is you're not being productive. Boredom equals unproductiveness, mm-hmm. period. So let's not be bored. Let's keep working. Let's keep fighting. Let's keep doing everything that we have to do to make sure that, like you said, you know, all every moment is built with is, – is, is focused or attributed to something, you know. And you have time when you're in there, you know. These these ladies and gentlemen have time in there. I've heard where uh, people have gotten their law degrees. I've heard mm-hmm. people get CDs, you know. Like you said, pick up trains. So there's so much that they have to offer the community when they come back up. Right. Right, absolutely, and um, it's like I like I like listening to Jay Z. He's one of my favorites. Um, <laughs> you know, when he get to breaking it down, you know, about about where he came from, mm. and um, and uh, it's just you know how he how he goes into it. You know, he's a good verbal. Uh, mm-hmm. uh, you know, uh, you know, conversation. Yeah, he's okay. a lyricist. He's a conversation. Yeah, he is a the Yeah, very much a conversationalist. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. He breaks it down, you know, and he draw a mental picture. He's what he's good at is drawing the mental picture in the mind of the listener, and he does yeah. that when he's just communicating. He's an effective communicator, you know. Right. He's very effective, and that takes thought. That (laughs) takes thought, and it takes work, you know. He put some thought and work into everything that he accomplished. You know, I mean, I like Dame Dash, you know. Uh, I like Dame Dash, you know. And uh, but you know, I can't take nothing away from this man, you know. You know, Dame Dash had a part to play, but that don't mean that, you know, Jay-Z wouldn't have replaced him with somebody else. Right. You know, because right. he would, <laughs> you know, he he was the agent, you know. That's right. That's right. You know, right. that generated the, the machine. And um, right. that, that, that was his authentic self, mm-hmm. Jay-Z, the lyricist, the artist. 
you know. Now he's the now he's transformed and renewed himself over time and is the CEO and founder, founding father, you know, of Rock Nation. Right. And many other businesses. Oh my goodness. Yeah, oh yeah. Oh yeah, he's got a king drummer. So much. He's tapped into everywhere. This man is a billionaire. I mean it's amazing. It's amazing. Yeah. Yeah. He he is a powerhouse for sure. Absolutely. Bring that up because in the nineties, you know what rapper was sort of my favorite? Nas. Oh, yeah. some real serious stuff. Like, he did this one song. It was it was sort of late 90s, I think. Maybe, might have even been 2000. And it was, uh, can we please have a moment of silence? Mm-hmm. Have you heard that? Yeah. Oh, my goodness. This guy, he covered so much content over what's going on in our communities and you know, we have, and it's funny because we have this moment of silence, you know, when we were coming up in school, we would have a moment of silence. And um, right. he just gave a whole new um, way to think of, you know, when you have that moment of silence, really think about the things that have occurred around you that deserve that moment of silence, that respect. Not so much a moment of silence for the United States of America. Don't get me started on that. But a moment of silence for the things that we endure in our in our community. Can I please have a moment of silence for the brother that just got shot down the street? May I please have a moment of silence for the mother who, you know, who left her baby in a trash can? You know, so so you know, just I go back to those people, Tupac. You know, my goodness. Right. Those are the things that I think about when, Biggie I, when, Smalls. when I go back. Oh, yeah, right. Biggie Smalls. Oh, yeah, definitely. And, and there's know. so many more, so many before them, you know. Yeah, yeah. Ice-T. Ice-T, Chuck <laughs> D, you know. Right. And KRS-One. KRS-One. One Oh, man. It goes on Big Daddy Kane. Big Daddy Kane was on it. Big know? Daddy Kane. Big Kane. <laughs> huh? Huh? Yeah, I get it. I mean, these are the hey, things hey, that hey, they taught us. Yes. And I remember <laughs> I had the opportunity as a young man moving from Little Bit, Indiana to, to Georgia with my father. And I started going to the Jack the Rapper convention. Oh, wow. Every year. (laughs) Every year. That opened me up. First, first I met my my, my guy, Kenya, Fame Flame, Mm -hmm. who's the first brother I met uh, (laughs) with a a vinyl record. Okay? Wow. And, uh, you know, I was was writing and everything before I met him, but he just really put the icing on the cake. And then I started going to the Jack the Rapper. Boy, my nose was open. I said, "What? Right. I'm right here with MC Light, right. you know, right. Shane, MC Shane." Okay. <laughs> okay. okay. Yeah. 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 Fresh Prince, man. Fat boys. Fat boys. Yeah. Fresh Marky D. Queen. Oh man, guys. Yep. Oh yeah. Guys, that's why I met Teddy. Over. 
Gene oh Griffin, New Edition. <laughs> what? Hey, that's that group I know too close. Ah, uh, shoot. Hey. <laughs> yeah. That's right. Yeah, that's, that's right. it. That's that's where we learn things. That's where we got it. This music these days don't teach these kids anything but the worst things. And, oh, man. And it's sad because they'll never and, know. Yeah. They'll never know unless they have a, a parent that was from those ages. Oh, they'll never know what, what life is truly about. And I think maybe, I don't know about you, but I know I can say that I have children in that last generation that grew up to my music and my parents' music, so they got some sense. Right. You know? Right. right. Mine, too. Mm-hmm. Mine, yeah. too. Yeah. And, uh, yeah. And, and, you know, and uh, but I got two little, two little young, two little young ones, too. Could be my grandkids. They so young. <laughs> now, they, now, they are, they they a different era. And that's why putting together these pie groups, that I'm going to introduce in 2023, uh, it's important. It's very important um, because within the pop group, there's a network. You know, we got the 90s New Jack Swing pop group, you know, mm-hmm. and uh, where we just get online and we network and talk about the industry, the changes in the industry mm-hmm. and the changes in music. We just have authentic conversations, you know, being ourselves. That's right. You know, okay. and then, then, then I'm gonna have one um, Navision Pod Group New Age Family 2023 101. Mm-hmm. You know, yeah. talking about yeah. the new ways of parenting and the changes of the family and the dynamics of the family today. Because regardless of the changes, we have to adjust because everything must change. Everything right. changes. Right. You know. You know, so we're going to act or be acted upon. Everything is constantly moving and changing. So I think that's important for the young mothers, you know, and and fathers and and marriages, you know, to give them some jewels and tools to hold it together, you know, because we made some mistakes and we don't want them to make the same mistakes. Right. Yeah, but, you know, when you're talking about family like that, we don't want them to make mistakes. But I remember being young in high school and my mom telling me not to do something or tell me why I should do something differently. And I said, this is the way I want to do it. And she said, but I'm telling you, if you could learn from my mistakes, why wouldn't you? And I would answer, because I want to make my own mistakes. I may not do it the way you do it. It might work for me, something that didn't work for you, you know, and but knowing how to relate that relay that message to your your parents it has to be a certain you have to do it with a certain tone a certain amount of passion and you have to have an established relationship with your parents in order to do that and so my biggest question is are these parents these days so engaged with their children that they have those relationships because you have latchkey kids you have parents working two and three jobs, single parents all over the place, even single fathers now, which is amazing. Women are just deciding that, you know what, I'm done with this. You take the kids, bye. You know, so right. where do you get a chance to establish that family value system 
and that family strength. I mean, where is that? I I, can't, wow. I don't see it the way I feel like we, I should be seeing it. Like, haven't we learned enough that right. family is vital? Right. Right. And it's so much I'm learning from having a seven-year-old um, mm-hmm. that this is what hit me. That's why it hit me because I was reading and studying up on the psychology of a seven-year-old. You know, and, and a ten-year-old. You know, I got a ten-year-old and a seven-year-old, and um, you know, their world is so different. That's why I was reading up on it because they're so different than when I was young. That's I right. I need to educate myself because I'll be taking some things they do like it's, they be disrespectful, but they are just—they are just expressive. Really expressive. Yes. Mm-hmm. And, yeah, and and. Yeah. and and, you know, and I want to respond the right way because I want to burn any bridges, especially with my, mm-hmm. my babies, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, and because uh, it's, it's co-parenting, you know, and, uh, mm-hmm. you know, it just takes work. It just takes work. And um, by me educating yeah. myself, I figure I'll pass the, tor- pass the information, you know, to those who need it. Right. Right. Because because these these kids now like like with me in the industry, you know, back with too close, we had to and perform, perform, and search and search to get our record deal, you know, mm. and uh, and uh, it was like looking for a needle in a haystack. Now they can record the music, do the video, all on their phone, <laughs> and be a superstar and be viral in twenty four hours. Yeah, and and the thing is, and, and be dead by the time the mix CD is released. That's, That's right. How I fast. Know that. mm-hmm. That's how fast it's going. And I was reading yeah. this artist, this artist, uh, what is it? Juice World, Juice World. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't know if you know who he is, but he mm-hmm. is a talented writer, singer, rapper, freestyle. And he talked about death and mental health and drug use so much in his uh, album. Mm-hmm. And he's dead now. From Chicago. Wow. You know, yeah. gangbanging, all that. And, but he expressed so much of his his authentic, deep feelings. And uh, mm-hmm. it just blew me away, man. It just had me choked up because there's so many artists uh, coming out so fast and they're gone by tomorrow. It's the instant gratification, Apex. I mean, think about it. We've been in this society where innovation gives us instant gratification, instant knowledge on Google, instant stardom on uh, Facebook and what's that, Instagram and Twitter and Snapchat. So we get instant right. gra- instantly, we're instantly, like you said, they're instantly stars, then they instantly have money. And then they they instantly do everything that they possibly can to spend that money. And then they're, they're doing things. Think about this like this. When when you look at the Amigos, okay, we just lost takeoff. When you look at the Amigos, mm. how much yeah. money they were worth, right? Uh-huh. Not with the Amigos, with Thug and them, yeah. When you look at them, when you look at how much money they made, 
people in Hollywood, I, I, I don't know because I don't know people from literally from Hollywood, but I know that they do extraordinary things with their money because they get, what did I say earlier, bored. When you have that much money, you can do everything. So then mm-hmm. you start doing things that don't even make sense. Why are you all outside of a bowling alley at 2.30 in the morning rolling dice, playing a dice game? That man, and he wasn't even playing. He was sitting on a curb, and he got shot accidentally from someone in his own crew, from what I hear. And then the other crew shot again, and he got shot from that person. But this, this takeoff wasn't doing anything. He was sitting there. But the thing is that they were playing dice, shooting dice outside of a bowling alley. You have all this money. Why did you need to sit outside and throw dice with some neighborhood people? Yeah. You put yeah. yourself in a bad situation. Yeah. And, and it's, and and it's you know sad. What? It's sad because it's like it happens so fast. It mm-hmm. goes so fast that they don't have time to adjust their nope. lives to yep. the the famous, infamous superstardom and the million dollars mm-hmm. that just hit their account. Because that's yep. what this rap yep. artist Juice was talking about. You know, Juice World was talking about. He's like, he, he got the M's in the bank account and all this, that, and the other. He said the money is supposed to make him happy, but it's not. And la la la. Wow. And see, and see, that is the difference. By it took time for us as too close to make it through years of performing and 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 rehearsing and you know, so it kind of prepared us for. The, the stage and the stardom because we, we visualized it and thought about it for years before it actually happened. But now, like I say, it happens so fast with social media. Right. They drop a single and then they go viral. They they big as Madonna and stuff. That's it. <laughs> you it's know, over. just like that. Yeah. You know, yeah. millionaires, rich overnight, like like my partner's group, uh, rap group, rich overnight, mm-hmm. overnight success. And uh, it has this, it has this uh, dark side. It does. Yeah. And, while and that's what's scary about it. You know, it's exactly, yeah. Even though it's it's inspiring, it's scary, you know. It I'm is. proud of I'm proud. people taking the bull by the horns and doing it their way. At the same time, you've got to have some type of knowledge, some type of guidance, some type of wisdom. Absolutely. And you don't have wisdom. You wisdom don't have any wisdom. The people before you and through your experience and through your perception. And so if you don't if you your don't have an opportunity vision. to experience something and get a perspective on it and you don't know on it, you don't know. You don't know. And Never. because of information that they watch on YouTube and watch in these social media, they think they know things that they don't know. Yeah, they take that they stuff take as that. if this is the written word of the Bible. I'm like, dang, really? Like, yes. <laughs> yes. when do they do that? Yeah. <laughs> yes. Oh, we. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm going to so many people being influenced to have a certain body type and all this hair 
And I know that's something we just talk about a whole nother time because, you know, I don't know if you know this, but I'm also a master of cosmetology. And the things oh, that I yes, see I know. These girls and all these other people, they, they do to make themselves look like these people on TikTok. And I'm like, right. like the BBL. Since when do we need BBL? What is that? A Brazilian butt lift where they take oh, the yeah. fat from your belly and they inject it in your behind. Oh, and yeah. And they lift your butt and then they do your breast. Oh, it's, a, it's amazing. It's crazy. It's crazy. It's crazy. And you know what? I don't like it. I'm old school. I don't like it. When I see it, I can tell they did because they got the same similar shapes and stuff, yeah. <laughs> like a little box or something, you know. They, you know it look, oh man, they just messing up their bodies, you know. Yes, with all this surgery and oh man, this is. I agree. But you know, hey, it is what it is, you know. It is, and that's all. It is all. what it is, you know. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know what? I really appreciate you stopping by in the Vision Podcast World. Yeah, and my, um, it's, my, it's my pleasure. Yes, and uh, we're going to have to do this again, uh, Most definitely, most definitely. Uh, I, I appreciate you having me. I'm glad we had a great conversation. I look forward to the next time. May, may God bless you and bless all of those are, who are listening tonight. And um, just remember that change starts from within. Mm. And you can change by just making slight adjustments. Adjustments don't hurt as much as change. So, mm. Mm. all right. All right. Yep. All right. Yep. All right. Well, before you go now, I got one thing that I ask everybody who comes to the show. I don't care if you hit five minutes. I'm still going to ask you. For okay. the listeners, what is your inner vision? What is it that mm. keeps you up in the morning? What is it that makes Harlem Harlem authentic Harlem? Do what she does. Well, it's funny that you ask that because my name Harlem, of course I'm named after the city Harlem because it survived so much turmoil and, you know, had a hard time back in the day. And it, it's just like that rose that grew through, you know, through the concrete. And um, so what gives me my inner vision is the strength that's drawn through my story, through my life. And uh, there have been lots of times, even from my birth, where that name was given to me because of how I was born. Um, it was the fact that I'm still here. And so obviously there's purpose for me here. And the reason why I'm here is because of the strength that God gives me. So the thing that keeps me going, keeps me pressing forward and forging forward and gives me the heart to help others, um, all of that, all of that in which it encompasses, um, in which is encompassed, excuse me, is my inner vision. So I'm here for a purpose. And my purpose may just be to continue to help other people. It's not necessarily all about me because Harlem developed. A lot came from Harlem. And um, Mm -hmm. a lot is coming from me. 
Absolutely. Absolutely. Miss <laughs> Harlem. Yes. CEO and rising star. And uh, Yes, sir. Thank you. And let yeah. me let you know that if anybody's looking for real estate real estate expert. Yes, the CEO right. of the Carter uh, Realty Group, LLC. Yes. And on December 8th, I'm going to be having a webinar that I'm hosting with one of the first women that has a black bank in Texas. And I will be hosting a mm. webinar, co-hosting a webinar with my business partner, and we will be working with all buyers. So I will continue. Mm. I will put that information to you, Apex. Okay. And okay. please mention it because we, the people, the people that have this more tanned skin, we don't know enough. Wow. And since we don't know enough, it's time to educate ourselves. And so that's what we're here for. Awaken, sister. Awaken. Yes, yes, yes. yes. So yes. if you can pay 1200 a month for rent, then you can pay 1200 a month for mortgage. So let's show you how to do it, walk you through it, and, and get it done. Absolutely, absolutely. Hey, listen, everybody listening right now, this is one of my gurus and uh, my my, my number one in my network because I've seen her go through the changes and the adjustments, and uh, she's for real. She's for real. She, 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 she know the hood, but she, she know them books, you know, and uh, (laughs) she crunched them numbers, and and she, she on the go, she making it happen, and and, uh, you know, you're an inspiration, and uh, your whole story is an inspiration. But, in again, in again, I'm going to let you go, and um, see you soon. All right. Enjoy Thank the rest of the evening. Yes, I'll see you soon. Okay. All right. Blessing. Good night. Blessing. Yes, yes, yes. Mm. Well, that was a brief interview was short but it was it was pretty good. I think it was uh pretty inspirational. Uh me knowing Harlem we've known each other uh since mm, I say early early twenties. Uh, yeah, early twenties. I met her at a party and uh, my cousin Hassan Graham who went professional uh, football, athlete, and uh, he was playing for New England or trying out for New England or something like that. But anyway, he took me to a party, and uh, it was her party. She's always been good at promoting things, and she's a mover and a shaker. And uh, we, we, we just clicked right then. You know, I was very... Uh, motivated and uh, uh, inspired myself. So we made it happen. But anyway, that concludes my interview today. See you soon.